Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Tony Katz, the phone number 833-GOT-TONY-AND-THE-IRS, $3.5 million to Tea Party groups. Could not be happier. Fantastic. It should be more. It should be double. It should be triple. And then Lois Lerner should go to jail, and so should Josh Kaskinen, and anybody else who was involved with the IRS and screwing over Tea Party groups. You don't like their politics? None of my concern. None of your concern. Who cares what you think of politics? You're there to collect tax revenue and shut your face. Maybe watch some porn on the company dime, which is to say America's dime. That's your deal. You don't get to tell me I don't get to speak. You don't get to screw me over by holding up my paperwork. $3.5 million, double, triple, and it should come from them personally. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so angry. I don't mean to be so just angry about this, but I just... I. Can't tell you how much I can't stand these people. You're terrible. You're all terrible. We're talking, we're going back years to when Lois Lerner held up the uh, the tax status, the uh, tax exempt status, uh, 501, uh, was it 513C kind of status? Is that what they were talking about here? Yeah, of, of these groups. Because, uh, oh, they were flagged by an office in Cincinnati. Some low-level perfunctory Bengals fan decided they would hold up the entire Tea Party apparatchik by asking some questions. No. It was a push in the Obama days to silence those people who disagreed with the president. That's what it was from beginning to end. Now, the, the, the interesting part of this about this $3.5 million, is that um, there's a comment here from a guy by the name of Mark Meckler, who I remember from the Tea Party days. I was a Tea Party guy. Los Angeles, I started the Tea Party in L.A. with, with five others. That first Tea Party in California was, was Santa Monica. I was there on the pier. I was the first person ever to speak at a Tea Party rally in California. They had, do you remember, there was the big 912 rally? Do you remember that thing? That, that they had uh, it was a year later? I organized 912 West. Right? I did a lot of this. Found out I was a very bad organizer. A ridiculously bad organizer. That was not for me. Hosting an event, moving an event along, having something to say that people would remember that I could do. Organizing is a whole different beast. Mark Meckler, uh, he was one of the original founders of uh, Tea Party Patriots, which I always thought was just the, the wrong way to go. They built this national organization, and, and uh, basically they wanted chapters, and then they... It was it was about allegiance. Well, that, that, none of that made sense. Being decentralized was was valuable, and that group's still around. And and one of the leaders is still the leader, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, more than a you know basically a decade later, what's the matter? Nobody else can run the organization. It's so so you 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 turned it into what, like like your 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 bully pulpit. It was odd. Well, anyway, Meckler uh, says you know I'm not aware of any other class action lawsuit against the IRS for anything where the IRS paid money. Um, I'm not aware of any lawsuits, and I have no idea who gets the money. I assume those groups that tried to get tax-exempt status and then uh, were denied. But I don't, I don't know who, who they are. I have absolutely no idea uh, who, who, they, who they are. And there are people 
who are saying that uh, the deposition of Lois Lerner, who was in charge at the time, um, her deposition is being shielded from public view, meaning it's 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 being se- it's been sealed. And there's a question: Why isn't that made public? I'd like for it to be made public. I'd like to know what she had to say. I would like for America to know how much of a filthy liar she was. The real problem here is that we t- take this from political places, right? We take a look at what the IRS did, and there are people who are like, well, you know, uh, I wasn't a fan of the Tea Party, so uh, so I guess it was all right. Why is it every time I do that, I turn into Norm MacDonald? And uh, I didn't like him, and, uh, and, they, uh, and they got an axe to the face, and I thought, uh, uh, good. Like, that's always the play, always with the Norm. Oh, he has a talk show now on Netflix. I am so happy. I am so happy. I, I, I look forward to being next. I don't know if this means I'm going to have to be on Saturday Night Live and then wait 30 years for it to happen. I'd like to go a different route with the thing, but so thrilled Norm MacDonald has a talk show. That guy is spectacular. But people took it from the political. They're like, oh, yeah, the Tea Party got screwed. I'm fine with that. Why would you be fine with that? Why would you be fine with the IRS, this government agency, being used as a cudgel against free speech, against people you disagree with? Listen, um, one day it's going to be somebody else who wants to use a government agency as a cudgel against you. This is what makes what the FBI did on the highest level so egregious regarding President Trump and the campaign. You didn't like him, so there was a proactive uh, push against him, right? A proactive desire to to hurt him, to harm him, to uh, to end his his career before it started. Is that the role of the of the freaking FBI? Is it the role of the IRS to decide who can speak and who can't speak? You get tax exempt status if we like you. That's ugly. That is ugly, and nobody should be in favor of it yet. But you can uh, you can find people. You can find people be like, yeah, this is cool, this is good. I'm just I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that there's going to be some kind of payment, but there should be uh, public apologies. There should be public apologies that exist that remind you of uh, Cersei uh, walking through the streets of King's Landing. Right? That, that, that's exactly how it should go. Just nothing but shame all the way up and down the line. I'm not going to get that. Gosh, do I want Gosh, do I want that? I'm not going to get that. Remind me, I got to get into more about John McCain and President Trump and the flag and the kneeling. You know, I I, I didn't do any of that earlier because I mean, can't, aren't we just exhausted by that story? Like, aren't we just done with the whole idea of the of the flag and and whether or not it's at half staff or not, and whether or not Trump was nice to McCain? You know, McCain had this this goodbye statement that was read by his former campaign manager. We we need to tear down walls, not build them up. I mean, why not just punch Trump directly in the face? That's what you're doing. You're doing it from beyond the grave? Man, that's there's a lot of ugly that went around. And 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 that's still going around. I'll you know what? I'll get into it next. I will I will get into it uh next. Uh I was talking about this earlier, the consumer confidence number is at an all-time, an almost all-time high. It's an 18-year high. The last time it was this high was uh, the year 2000. It was at 135.8. Right now it's 133.4.
so that people have confidence in their ability to get a job. They see the economy uh, as uh, as going great. Um, they see spending on big ticket items such as cars in the coming months. Oh, okay. Good to see. Uh, good, good to know. Right? All of that, by the way, should a- a- be good for Republicans in a midterm, shouldn't it? It was the tax cuts. It's the uh, changes in regulatory policy. All the things that Democrats want to undo when if they get power here. Here's Nancy Pelosi in her own words. And then you play a clip uh, about uh, Nancy Pelosi. And here, here's Chuck Schumer uh, in, in, in his own words. I mean, here, here's actually Nancy Pelosi in her own words. In terms of the bonus that corporate America received versus the crumbs that they are giving to workers to kind of put the schmooze on is so pathetic. It's so pathetic. Just be playing that clip and then be showing people and the money they've been, they've been able to make now and the, because of the tax cuts and the things that they've been able to purchase and the money they've been able to save and the things they've been able to do for their families. Just keep showing that 24-7, 365 for the next two months. Consumer confidence at, at an 18-year high and, and Democrats might still take the House? Jesus, how bad is your freaking branding? And what's wrong with me that I use freaking twice in a segment? Three times now. That's, that is that is unlike me. Unlike me. We'll get into McCain and Trump and the flag, or, or I will spare you all the insanity. We'll find out. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Go to TonyKatz.com, get the podcast, uh, get it all. Washington Free Beacon talking about school shootings and the numbers. And NPR did themselves some studying. So the Department of Education reported that there were 235 school-related shootings in the United States during 2015-2016, so three years ago, right? NPR, National Public Radio. Do I have to do it in my NPR voice? Do you have an NPR voice? Or National Public Radio. Welcome to NPR. Welcome to NPR. I'm Ari Castle with Tony Katz. We're talking about gun safety. Gun safety. Very important subject. Very important. You know that we're just the, the sweaty balls people. That's all we are right now. That's 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 the caricature. caricature. That's all you can do. Um. Of the 235 school-related shooting incidents, NPR could only confirm 11. How, how, how does the Department of Education even put this out? This is from uh, David Rutz over at uh, Free Beacon. Freebeacon.com is a, is a really good, uh, is a good site. I enjoy their reporting a lot. Uh, it reported 161 schools or school districts told NPR no shooting had occurred. Four were miscategorized, and 59 cannot be either confirmed or unconfirmed. Now, we have seen people do this, so let me give you an example of what happens. Someone drives to a uh, school parking lot and commits suicide. It's late at night. There are no students in the building. That is still classified by some as a school shooting. It's, it's ugly, right? But, but So that's how it happens. 
Department of Education telling NPR they relied on school districts to give accurate information in its annual civil rights data collection. Oh, it asked for the 15-16 school year. Has there been any? Has there been at least one incident at your school that involved a shooting, regardless of whether anyone was hurt? And then it was like near 240 schools, 235, which would be 0.2% of all schools in, in, in the country. So um, if you take a look at exactly what I was talking about, Every Town for Gun Safety, which is the same thing as Moms Demand Action, it's all uh, Mayor Bloomberg uh, putting ridiculous money into trying to shut you down from being able to have a firearm. Uh, they list 29 school shootings at K-12 through schools during the same period. Only seven schools appeared on both the government and every town's list. There was a separate investigation that was conducted by the ACLU of Southern California. They were able to confirm fewer than a dozen incidents in the government's report, while 59% were confirmed errors. Holy cow. So first things first. Oh, 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 they've got the example. Perfect. Perfect. I was looking for the examples. I just got the, the, the examples. Redan Middle School. There is a report of a toy cap gun fired on a school bus. Not a shooting. However, listed as a shooting. That's, that's a massive problem. Then there were possibilities of, for example, the report showed a shooting, for example, at Stone Mountain Middle School. But it, actually, the police report said it was Stone Mountain High School. So does that mean it showed up twice? Very, very possible. Very, very possible. For example, uh, Nassau County School District in Florida. Uh, at one school there, where a shooting was reported, it was called Callahan Middle School. What happened is a student took a picture of himself at home holding a gun and posted it to social media. There was never a shooting. There was only an image on social media, and that made it into the report. Really important. Uh, good on Free Beacon. Good on NPR. Good on everybody for saying, okay, here's the data. Now here's what does the, what does the data tell us. What's the actual truth? Doing the research, the secondary research. The ter- this is exactly what we want. We don't want to claim that school shootings don't happen. Yeah, they happen. Yes, we need to make sure schools are safe. We need to make sure that we're doing everything we can to reduce or eliminate school shootings. Doesn't help by lying. Fear is not the answer here. Facts always work better. Overheard. On Tony Katz Today. I'm Brian Baker with today's Overheard. The latest controversy that has liberals hyperventilating is the president's treasonous and totally impeachable offense of not keeping the White House flag at half-staff long enough to honor deceased Senator John McCain. That's right. They lowered it, then they raised it back up, then people got mad, so they lowered it again. It's just a mess. Probably one of the more shameful moments in our nation's history, I'd say. Anyhow, Republican Senator James Inhofe was asked about the controversy you remember him he's the guy who delivered that scientific argument against global warming from the floor to the senate in case we have forgotten because we keep hearing that 2014 has been the warmest year on record i asked the chair you know what this is it's a snowball and that's just from outside here 
So it's very, very cold out, very unseasonal. So here, Mr. President, catch this. Mm -hmm. Well, debate over. Climate deniers win. Anyhow, Senator Snowball was asked about the White House Trump-McCain flag controversy. What do you make of this, I guess, a mini controversy today? The president reluctant to lower the flag at the Capitol to half staff. Well, it's, it is lowered, isn't it? It was lowered just a few minutes ago, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's lowered now, but we're trying to keep the flag controversy going before we can fully focus our efforts on exploiting the tragedy in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, I see. Well, you know, and frankly, uh, I, I think that uh, John McCain was partially uh, to blame for that. <gasps> you can't say that about a dead guy. Are you crazy? Oh, no, 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 no. You can't say that about a dead guy until he's been dead and in the ground for a good two to three, well, while. He disagreed with the president in certain areas and uh, it wasn't too courteous about it. So, yes, yeah, one thing about John McCain and the president, they both are very strong-willed people, so I think that that, that was a natural Winner, winner, chicken dinner, there it is. And here's the good news. I can guarantee you that regardless of who's to blame, Senator McCain did not feel offended by this. He's gone to a better place. And you see, this is why McCain putting restrictions on who can and can't be at his funeral is absolutely pointless. Funerals are for the living. Hey, if you haven't heard, being a Democratic Socialist is totally in right now. It is a very, very big trend. It's so hot. All the cool kids are doing it. Why aren't you? Don't you want to be cool? No, no very much. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been getting all the attention lately, but she's going to have to share just a little bit of that socialist spotlight with Jewish immigrant socialist Julia Salazar, who is neither Jewish nor an immigrant. But I'm a Colombian-American, and I'm also Jewish. Uh-huh, yeah. Here's the problem, though. She was born in Miami, and her entire family thinks they're Catholic. In other words, Democratic Socialist Julia Salazar is a Jewish immigrant like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is smart. I'm Brian Baker. Get out of here, you low-life scum. Have a great day. Brian Baker, thank you. I'm Tony Katz, 833-GOT-TONY is the number. TonyKatz.com, Twitter at Tony Katz. Man, this story is going to be everywhere. Everywhere in the next 24 hours? An FBI agent telling Congress that the Bureau used to leak stories to obtain spy warrants? It's everything that drives you crazy uh, about government. Everything that you would hate about a government. Everything that is banana republic uh, is the story. His name is Jonathan Maffa, FBI special agent. Telling Congress uh, that the FBI has used leaked stories to obtain FISA warrants. What, what are you talking about? We're talking about the idea that there would be agents or others who would leak a story and leak information to the press. And then they, the press, would write the story. And then they would use that published story in the press to then go and get FISA warrants. That is out of control. It was um, Monday night uh, where Mark Meadows, who is the uh, Republican from North Carolina, House Freedom Caucus, referred to these comments, uh, referred to what this guy Maffa said. We've learned new information suggesting our, suggesting our suspicions are true. FBI and DOJ have previously leaked info to the press and then used those same press stories as a separate source to justify FISA warrants. Uh, no word yet from uh, James Comey, but we have heard from his representatives. Honey badger don't care. So that's what we assume uh, we're going to get. 
You should be screaming. You should be screaming bloody murder. If I, I, I want to know exactly how many times this is going to run on CNN tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. FBI has not yet responded uh, to a request. Now, uh, right now what's happening is that Oversight and House Judiciary are going to interview Bruce Orr. Bruce Orr, whose wife worked for Fusion GPS, the firm that put together and commissioned the Steele dossier. Right? So Bruce Orr is working... Uh, with with Christopher Steele, his wife works for Fusion GPS. Christopher Steele is the the spy, the British spy who authored the thing. Are we going to find out that what this uh, agent Maffa is is suggesting is exactly what we got here? These people don't want to be trusted, and they can't be trusted. Uh, drain the swamp it starts. It starts with these people. Just just all of them have to go. The FBI really does need to start fresh, and so does the Justice Department. By the way, where are we on the place your bets for when Jeff Sessions gets fired? Are we moved are we have we moved on, on that? Is that getting done? The Jeff Sessions get fired stuff? Yeah, yeah, I I, I saw something about it, but all right, so we are moving forward on that. Because we're gonna we're gonna start placing bets on when Sessions gets fired. Because Sessions is getting fired. It's it's only a matter of time. And then you're going to have to get rid of a bunch of FBI people, too. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. What's the plan? Kill off Roseanne? Is that the plan? According to John Goodman, I mean Mr. Connor, uh, there, uh, the plan is uh, to kill off Roseanne. That's the uh, that's the that's the the the, the story. That's the story, right? Roseanne, of course, off the show because of the tweet about Valerie Jarrett. The show wildly popular. They're going to continue the show as the Connors just without Roseanne. Huh. What do you know uh, 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 about that? This is the plan. Huh. That's a terrible plan. It's a terrible plan. And it's a terrible plan because um, they're closing the door for forever. Listen, I you will. You, I've said this many times on the air. By the way, Tony Katz, hey, what's going on on Facebook? Tony Katz Radio, like the page, uh, Instagram, Tony Katz as well. I've said numerous times. Don't try to to get me 
to explain away uh, the, the tweet about comparing Valerie Jarrett to an ape. I won't do it. I have no part of me that wants to do it. Uh, she said it. She knew what she was saying. She should have known that it was going to get her in trouble. In uh, the best part, she's like, I didn't even know that she was black. Like, that remotely matters at, at all. At all. It doesn't matter in the slightest. What are you doing? Why, why you... Why, it's it's it wasn't the joke wasn't funny none of it was funny right muslim brotherhood and planet of the apes had a baby equals vj meaning valerie jarrett that's it's insane it's just ridiculous and you knew better and the part that angered me was that all these people are relying on you roseanne they make their living because you made a comeback and you brought them all back they, now, some people didn't have jobs. They were thrilled to come back. Some people had real jobs. They didn't need to come back. Lori Metcalf didn't need to come back. She has other shows. She has Broadway. She didn't need to come back. John Goodman has made his career. Right? He could have looked at you and said, you're out of your element, Donnie. He could have said it. He could have gone full Big Lebowski on you. He didn't. He said, I'm in. Sarah Gilbert? How much busier do you want somebody to be? She produced. She's the executive producer of that show, The Talk. Uh, she's she does Big Bang Theory. Like, what else do you want her to do? Johnny Galecki, Johnny freaking Galecki, is making ninety bajillion dollars a day over there. Big Bang Theory is Leonard Hofstetter. He came back. There, everyone said yes, and you know what you did. You set it on fire. I I'm, I have no respect for it. None whatsoever. But I'm a big believer in second acts. Now, there are some things I don't think you should get a second act for. Rape. Shouldn't get a second act for rape. And I say that with the full knowledge of the irony that Mike Tyson, after raping a woman, doing his time, was then uh, rehabilitated to the point of his own Broadway show. He raped a woman. He didn't say, hey, want to go back to my place, which is totally fine. He didn't say, hey, you mind if I just drop my pants and uh, take care of my uh, myself right here in front of you? No, no, no. No, that means you don't get to do stand-up comedy again, right? That's Louis C.K. Louis C.K. said to, like, uh, five women who, 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 who said this happened or complained about it, I should say, or publicly. Uh, he wanted to. He wanted to uh, take uh, take care of his uh, his stuff in front of in in front of me, and he just pulled down his pants and started doing it. Right, that ended his career. It stopped the movie from coming out and everything else. Over the weekend, he uh, he went back on stage for the first time, and now people are questioning whether or not it's too soon. They're questioning whether or not it's too soon. He he masturbated in front of somebody. Mike Tyson raped a woman and got a freaking Broadway show. I, I think that's it's I talk about this. It's important. It's important. It's just a level of what kind of nonsense we're willing to accept that these people who want to talk to us about good things and being decent and morality, they're full of crap. They're not good or decent or moral. They're trash. I believe in second acts. I have no problem if if, uh, if Louis C.K. comes back. Why? Didn't rape somebody. 
didn't hold somebody down. As far as I know, from the reporting I've seen, if, if there's something different, oh, you got to let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Tony at TonyCats.com. Email me. Twitter, Tony Katz. Let me know. Because, man, I, I don't want to give somebody that kind of credit if they were doing stuff like that. Um, what she said, what, what Roseanne said is insane. Insane. You know how many insane things get said on social media all the time? Insane things. Twitter is, Twitter's the only, now listen, of course I have the Twitter account. I do so little. I do so little. And some of my social media people are yelling at me, you need to do more on Twitter. I'm like, nah. No, I'm good. I'm good. I like my career. I think I'm going to keep it. Twitter will blow your face up. Twitter is what happens when you're on Fortnite and the other guy uh, finds a, a hunting rifle and the only thing you have still is your axe, right? That's what happens to you. That's it right there. Twitter is what happens, another Fortnite reference, if your glider doesn't work, right? That's all there is to it. I'm getting pretty good at Fortnite, by the way. No, no, no I'm just saying... What would what, what what would you what would you have suggested? You know what I'm talking about the one with the scope. Uh, yes, the right? hunting See, that's, rifle that's is not. No, if you had a shotgun and the other guy had an axe, you'd be in trouble. No, no. If you got the hunting rifle, right? You can. It's one you can shot. Just, takes forever to reload. Yeah, but the one shot can go right through their head. You have to be good at aiming. Right, but, but I'm just saying the other guy's got nothing really to defend um, himself okay, with. Okay, I'd rather have that than nothing. Sure. Right. If, I guess if 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 you're short distance, yeah, you want the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Uh, second in squads uh, yesterday. Second in squads. So not first. No, 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 no. Then why oh. are you telling oh. me? Oh, because uh, I've only been playing for a short while, and I'm impressed uh, with myself, and I plan on a Nintendo Switch, which is freaking impossible. Fortnite on a Switch is freaking impossible. But the, the, the kids want the Switch, so I, you know, I, I, I got the Switch. But the truth is I'm going to have to get myself a PS4 I'm gonna have to, or, or an Xbox. It's the only way you can play. The controller, the controller on a Switch is impossible to do to do Fortnite properly. It's it's awful, and uh, it's not available on a Mac. You can do it on an iPad. You can do it on iPhone. I have it on my iPhone, but you just can't see. You just it just can't. But uh, on a, on a on a Switch, it's just it's oh oh bloody hell is an impossible. Maybe there's a controller you can buy. That's kind of re, you know, set up properly uh, for that, which would be kind of interesting. But I think the game is fine. I, 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 I do everything within within moderation. But I think the game is fine. But going back to, 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 to Roseanne, I believe in second acts. I don't know. Maybe there's a rehab from this. Maybe there isn't. But ABC is closing the door on her, and they're doing something worse. Um, they're they're saying, hey, thanks for giving us this possible money maker. We didn't want it to work, but we loved all the cash. We'll keep it. Hope you stay dead. I'm sorry. I think it's petty. I think it's ugly. I don't know how else you would go on, though. I really and truly don't know how else you would go on uh, with this. Um, but it's, it's, it's happening. And, and I, don't, I don't know who's watching the show. Like I really and truly don't know who's gonna watch the show uh, in the in the end. I'm just amazed at all the remakes, the the latest one to come about. Uh, I have heard 
that there is, and it's only a rumor, that there, because they just redid Murphy Brown. They did Will and Grace, which is a train wreck. An absolute train wreck. Uh, there's a rumor that they're going to try and do a remake of I Love Lucy. I don't know. I So so there have been a couple stories, and some have popped up uh, in my world uh, lately. There's Now, there's a Lucille Ball bi- biopic that stars Kate Blanchett, but that's not what we're talking about here. Like a, a conversation about whether or not to remake I Love Lucy. It's not a show that can be remade. It was a moment in history, and it's gone. It's gone. That's all there is to it. It's never coming back. Never, 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 never. Don't be silly. But, yeah, they're, they're, I guess there are no new, more new ideas. Everything's a remake. When do I get the remake of The Greatest American Hero? That's good. When do I get a little William Cat remake? That's 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 what I want. That's some good TV. Right? You hear that theme song, you're like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. Feel good. Let's go save the world, even if we don't know how. Look at what's happened to me. <laughs> Maybe one day. Who knows? I look good in tights. I'm Tony Katz. Whip, place your bets now. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Online, TonyKatz.com. There's a town in Florida called Mayo. Mayo, Florida. 1,500 residents. Uh, Panhandle, right where they say it morphs into the peninsula. Uh, They announced uh, that they're changing the name to uh, Miracle Whip. This is all about, I guess, uh, doing a big ad campaign for the Miracle Whip people. Here's the, the 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 problem. I don't know if I've ever had Miracle Whip. And I, because people, there, there are people who will tell you that Miracle Whip is the second coming of the Lord. They can't explain it. They don't, they don't understand why it's so good. It's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma. But they love it. They adore it. And then uh, there are the people who will tell you that it is the worst thing ever created by man and beast. It is disgusting, despicable. It is, it it, destro- it destroys relationships. This marriage is a lie. You know, it's just the worst ever. Uh, I don't know. You know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to test the thesis. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have to do uh, Mayo or Miracle Whip. We're going to have to, to make, make this happen. Uh, good on them, good on good on them. I, I hope it got them. Uh, uh, it got them some attention. I hope it got them some some money. I hope it got everybody a free case of Miracle Whip. I don't know if it did or it didn't. Uh, San Jose, if the church doesn't have enough problems, there is a bishop. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, Patrick McGrath. He uh, retired. He retired, and in retiring, he bought a home in San Jose. That was purchased by the Diocese of San Jose. 
The house is five bedrooms. Uh, he, he, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a bishop. I don't think he's got kids. I'm just saying, I think that goes along with the title bishop. You know, uh, comes with the hat. No kids. That's the, you want the hat? No kids. It's the way it, it, it goes. Um, the diocese paid $2.3 million for the house. $2.3 million. The house is pretty, by the way. And you got to remember, we're talking about um, California, so you're not talking about, you know, 20,000 square feet or anything like that. Small houses, uh, the land is worth a tremendous amount. New Jersey, four years ago, Archbishop of Newark John Myers wanted to retire to a 7,500-square-foot palace. Parishioners got so upset that they withheld donations. The Archbishop of Atlanta, William Gregory, apologized to parishioners for building a $2.2 million mansion for himself in one of the most exclusive neighborhoods in Atlanta. The church can't afford these kinds of, of missteps and miscues. First of all, oh, the money. There is so much money in the church. $2.3 million house. Unless he's also going to be running a bed and breakfast. If he's going to be running a bed and breakfast, maybe. However, um, it's uh, it's very unlikely that this will be happening. Uh, and as for McCain and Trump and the flag, don't make me do it. Don't make me go through this again. I'm the flag on the White House. I'm just I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted by everyone making this a story. The flag on the White House when John McCain passed away, the senator from Arizona, was made to half staff. Then Monday, boom, it's uh, it's it's up there. It's flying high. Everything else in D.C. is half staff. And people are like, what the hell, President Trump? President Trump's like, why are you talking to me? And people are like, because John McCain's dead. supposed to be half staff until he's buried. And, and President Trump's like, hey, can I tell you about the new NAFTA deal with Mexico? Next thing you know, veterans groups call up the president and say, hey, President Trump, about that flag should be at half staff. The man served in the military. You respect us, right? Next thing you know, bada bing, bada boom, the flag is at half staff. Two things to take from this. Number one. Trump listens to veterans. The idea that Trump and President Trump is insulting a veteran will make him move. Really important information going forward. You want to get to President Trump? You want to get him to move your direction? Take any policy and discuss how it affects veterans and do it publicly. Watch him move. Watch him move. That's uh, number one. Number two, this flag issue is not the only place where people are going crazy. Because they're going crazy. How petulant of President Trump. I would agree that you should leave the flag at half-staff. You never should have changed it. You're, you're bringing an issue upon yourself, and, and it, it's an unforced error. Man, do I hate an unforced error. But people are also making claim that the statement from the president is not enough. Why hasn't he put out a statement about John McCain? Because he didn't like John McCain. And John McCain didn't like him. John McCain had a last statement read after his death, which took digs at the president. They didn't like each other. Why is, it, why is this an issue? Why should he fake it? And, you know, I talked about this yesterday. I said, better to, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's what we were all raised with. Now, oh, still say something. 
lie. We would rather you lie to us. We would rather the false and fake platitudes if you don't mind. The hell? What the hell is that? That there wasn't a, a glowing statement from President Trump about John McCain? Whatever. There's there's a statement out now. There, there There's comments from the president. I'm not paying attention. Did the president engage in unforced error by not keeping the flag at half-staff? You better believe he did. Not having a good enough statement? What would have been good enough for CNN and MSNBC? What would have been, what would have been good enough for uh, the, the Hollywood apparatus? What in the world? Right. If he had written his resignation letter, that would have been good enough. And you know what they would have said? You could have done it while the senator was alive. Twitter, Tony Katz, and of course, TonyKatz.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcasts. So much more coming for sure. Uh, Tomorrow, everyone, take care.